there, everybody. I am Apostle Amber Crowley, and greetings. We welcome you to the Real Love Center. And uh, my wife will be joining in shortly. Uh, all of you that will be viewing this video coming on later, hey, we just want to say welcome. We thank you for joining in. Uh, we want to welcome you to the Real Love Center where we believe you will experience a love and a kindness that will draw you, a love that will lift you, a love that will cover you, a love that will keep you in perfect peace. We want you to receive the real love of God. And we're going to go into uh, a song here. Hey, 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 hey. We're going to go into a song here and uh, and then we're going to have a word of prayer. Um, allow my wife just a moment to get in, give some more people time to get on screen. Y'all come on in. Hey, let me know in the comments if you can hear me okay before we move forward. Please let me know. Let Please let me know just real quick. Just real quick before we keep going. Let me know uh, if you can hear me good, okay? We are about to go to a song in a mission, and then we're coming right in with a word of prayer. Okay, awesome, awesome. Oh, 
to a word of prayer. Father, we thank you tonight. God, we thank you, God, for those who are coming on. God, those who are going to view later on. God, we just thank you right now. God, we just give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory. God, we thank you for life, health, and strength. God, we thank you for you just being such an awesome, awesome, wonderful God. And God, right now, as we get ready to partake in your word, God, I just ask God that you would lead and guide me. Give me what to say. Give me what to do. Oh, God, let your word fall upon fertile soil. And God, break up the grounds of those, God, who, who are not where they should be in your word. And God, just let your word seek in and God and cultivate their heart. And God, let them learn and grow from you on God and so they can become very fertile for you. God, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would have your way right now. And God, we bind every hand of the enemy, God, that would try to distract us, that would try to come against what we're doing, because, God, only what we do for you will last, and we thank you right now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, and amen, amen, amen. Well, y'all, if y'all don't see uh, Prophetess Crowley get on this evening, I know we are here, and so she having, she's having the task to uh, deal with our children. And so I'm going to direct your attention right now to uh, Matthew, the 12th chapter, uh, verses 22 through 36 is where we're going to find our text this evening. Uh, so once again, we want to greet you. And y'all know my Cowboys are playing right now. Amen. But it's time for the word of God. It's time uh, to continue on in this series. Uh, and so, like I said, y'all do be praying for us as we pray for you. Amen. As we are uh out and we're on a mission we're trying to accomplish what thus says the lord okay and so we believe that if we do if we keep our mindset on him amen all things will come to pass all right we're gonna go to matthew the 12th chapter not aiming to be before you too long this evening uh, uh like i said it's such a beautiful beautiful sunday uh beautiful weather amen it's such a glorious day uh that the lord has given us and i am certainly been rejoicing and i'm glad in this day uh, like I said, just having a lot going on, but we just thank God. We just thank God. Uh, <clears throat> I want to give honor to all the leaders and teachers and whatever your position is in the household of faith. I want to say, we want to give honor to you. We thank God for you, those that are watching. Um, and like I said, um, we our doors are open. You know, we we are uh, trying to expand. We're trying to uh, get things together. And like I said, if you are a person who loves the Lord and love and eager to do work for the Lord. Amen. We would love to connect with you. All right, we're going to go to Matthew, uh, the 12th chapter, verses 22 through 36. And a, a lot of you probably already familiar with this story. This is about when Jesus uh, casted out a demon. But it's something in particular in here that we find uh, <clears throat> that can deal with us being accountable for, okay? And I want to call this topic today, Watch Your Mouth. Watch your mouth. What, what does this have to do with uh, watching our mouth is something that we must be accountable for. We got to take accountability for the things that we let come out of our mouth. Do you hear me out there? Uh, social media land, YouTube. Do you hear me out there? All right. We got to watch our mouth. And uh, so we're going to get into the text on what I'm talking about. 
uh, verse 22, it says, then I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, then a demon-possessed man who was blind and could not speak uh, was brought to Jesus. He healed the man so that he could both speak and see. He healed the man. He healed the man so he could both speak and see. The crowd was amazed and asked, could it be that Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah? But when the Pharisees heard about the miracle, they said, look at this, no wonder he can cast out demons. He get his power from Satan, the prince of demons. So Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. Other words, any kingdom that is fighting amongst itself is against itself. Uh, it will not stand. That's what you have in the, new, uh, the King James Version. But he said, uh, a town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he is divided and fighting against himself. His own kingdom will not survive. And if I am empowered by Satan, Satan, what about your own exorcists? They cast out demons too. So they will condemn you for what you have said. But he said, but if I am casting out demons by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods? Only someone even stronger, someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. Check this out. Anyone who isn't with me opposes me. All right, if anybody's not with you, they're against you, all right? And anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. So I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. All right, do y'all hear that? Every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven except what, God, what you cannot be forgiven for is blaspheming against the Holy Spirit which will never be forgiven, all right? Check this out. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or the world to come. And we know that the Bible said there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth, so there is a new world that is coming, all right? And so check this out. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruits will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. He said, you brood of snakes. How could even men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart, there it is, my God. For whatever is in your heart determines what, what you say. A good person produces good things. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must, you must, hear this, you must, I've got to say it again, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak the words you say i hope y'all hear this today the words you say will either acquit you or condemn you the words you say will either get you off or the words will get well or the words you say will get you condemned as guilty as charged come on somebody say watch your mouth out there we have got to watch the things that we let come out of my of our mouth. Yes, amen. We shall eat the fruit thereof. Yes. Whatsoever is in this spirit of mine, whatsoever is in my heart, whatever you harvest in your heart, I don't care how you smile, I don't care how you fake Jake. Come on, it is gonna come out. Whatever's in a man or woman, it will come to the light. Come on, the Bible said whatever's done in the dark, it is coming to the light. Come on, it will get exposed. 
Oh, yes, it will. So we have to watch our mouth. And so the context of this comes, uh, you know, we saw God heal a man that was blind and then he was also demon possessed. So he healed them. And so he could see and speak. All right. And so the context of this comes from verse 24 is when uh, the Pharisees, the hypocrites, they heard this and said, oh, no wonder this man is doing what he's doing. Oh, he, he get his power from the devil. He ain't nothing but old, old Jake, old snake. And so we got to be careful. Hello, somebody. When we talk about men and women of God and people of God who may not hold time, oh, they ain't saved. They ain't who they say they is. Oh, they, they, they ain't real. They fake. Uh, if they save, I'm saved. We got to be careful. We got to be careful what we let come out of our mouth. So this whole, the whole turn of this passage is Christ. Uh, letting them know that the things you let come out of your mouth, yes, you will have to give an account for it. He said, you can say what you want about God. You can say what you want about me. You can say what you want, but guess what? You still gonna have to give an account for it. And he said, you really better be careful. Come on, because if you blaspheme, speak evil against the Holy Spirit of God, the thing that God is sitting back into the world to be our comforter, to be our teacher, to be our helper, to help us when we are down, to, to help us when we are feeling weak, we feeling like we are going to give up. If you talk about that, you speak evil against that, come on, it is not good for you. It is, you are, will not be forgiven for that. And also, y'all, do me a favor out there. I, I haven't been asking over the last few weeks, but if y'all do me a favor, y'all share the video out. Invite somebody on as well. And so what he said, you're going to have to give an account for every idle word. What are idle words? Empty rhetoric or in, or insincere words, words that you uh, you do as fake. Come on, you can be fake or insincere. You can be a little fake or phony with this. You know how people in your family, oh, God bless you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, you just being phony. Come on, come on, church. Come on, people of God. There, there's a level of fakeness that we must deal with in the house of God. Come on. Well, you know, you don't like somebody. You up and they say, oh, God bless you. Oh, we love you. Come on, you being phony. You're going to have to give an account for this. We got to give an account for this. The stuff that we do that we know is fake, Jake. And people, a lot of people know when you being fake. Come on, church. Come on, it's time for us that we're going to have to learn how to take some accountability for the stuff that we let come out of our mouth, being phony, uh, talking a lot of empty rhetoric words. We got all the cliches and sayings that have no, no weight to them. Uh-oh. I, I hope the church out there can hear me somewhere. Come on, you rhetoric. You got a lot loud and confused. <laughs> Just a bunch of empty talk. Come on, we have a lot of this going on. Just a bunch of empty talking. Come on, all of these, all of us, uh, you know, I, I say us and not all of us. You know, a lot of us are not here, but I, I have to talk about the body as a whole. All of these, you know, so-called prophets, come on, out here just doing a lot of empty, come on, empty talking. Come on, talking about next seven days, over the next hour, the next week, you're going to have this. If you sow this and do this, and then people ain't getting what you said, come on. You're going to have to give an account for this stuff. Oh, we're going to have to get there. Oh, because I'm going to go right here. James, the third chapter. Uh, somebody, if you don't mind, type that in the comments because I'm not able to, to get this in. But James, third chapter, verse 1 and 2. And we're going to go from 1 and 2. Then we're going to go to verse 5 through 6. And then we're going to go from there to verse 8 through 12. But check this out. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you, should become teachers in the church. Ooh. What you say, James? Now, this is the half-brother of Jesus Christ. Now, he said, uh, dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach, uh-uh, will be judged more strictly. Hello, preachers, teachers, everybody who want to run up there and get a microphone and want to lead, lead classes and stuff like this. Not all of us should become teachers in the church. Why is that? Because some of us don't know how to watch this thing right here. Y'all don't think words are powerful? 
the very world that we live in came out of God's mouth. Hitler was able to tell a lie and keep telling the same lie until the folks believed him. Come on, if you repeat a lie over and over and over again, to some, some people, it will become true to them. Come on, words are powerful. We got to watch what we say. Come on, how do we get faith in the house of God? How do we get faith? Faith comes by what? Hearing. And how can I hear it if somebody's not speaking it to me? My God. Come on, so it, it, uh, not all of us should become teachers. Not many of you should become teachers in the church, but we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all, hello, we all make many mistakes. There's some stuff I had to go back and correct because I had to get a full understanding of it because we all done stood up in the church, come on, and we done said some stuff we didn't have full understanding of, but now you're going to have to give an account. Come back and take accountability for it. Just learn to say, hey, I was wrong. That wasn't there. So this is what it should be. Uh-oh. This is what it should be. Come on. So, and look, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. And so verse 5, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. Come on, we got to be careful with this, this thing right here. The, I think the Valenelle call it a pink tornado. This thing right here can do some damage. Come on. So the tongue is a small thing, but it makes great, big old, grand speeches. You will see people get ready to get ready to get in a fight or whatever. Boy, they get to talk to some trash. Muhammad Ali had a tongue. Boy, that song I knew how to talk them big words. Oh, yes, he did. And so in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark, come on, can set a great forest on fire. Uh, look out there out west in California. All it takes is a little spark, and they have acres and acres and acres on fire. One little spark can set a forest on fire. That's what your mouth can do. That's the exact thing that our mouths can do. A little hearsay. Well, you know, I heard, but you're not sure. You have no proof. You have no evidence, but I heard. And so here you are, girl, let me tell you. Man, you know this, man. I heard about old boy. Girl, you, did, girl, come on, get on that phone. Girl, did you hear about, did you hear about it? Yeah, I heard. Now, this is what I heard. I don't know for sure. So a lot of times, listen, y'all, what you hear about somebody, it becomes your perception. It may not be true. But you will perceive that person like that. You will let what somebody tell you interact how you act with a person that you don't even know. Man, come on, that, that right there was worth it tonight. Come on, come on, y'all. We got to be careful uh, not allowing what we hear, come on, cause us to how we treat somebody. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? I, there's some there's some some leaders and stuff I you know that I don't agree with whatever or, or, or had some some bad things done with them. But you know what I don't do when people tell me they go to their ministries and stuff like that. I, I don't I don't want to speak ill will to, about them because I'm not going to have them going there trying to judge that man or look because they could have them changed since the time I dealt with them. <laughs> they they could have changed. So we have to be careful. We have to be careful what we say because uh, uh, I've had it happen to me and it don't feel good when people put out things on you and some people hear this, but that, and you know what? People will not be honest either that somebody said something about you, but let me move on. And so uh, he said, verse six, and among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness. I don't care how saved you say you are. This thing right here is still deadly. And, and boy, we got to have some help with this thing because this tongue is still a flame of fire. Uh, this might skip all over heads tonight, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it anyhow. For it is set on fire by hell itself. Verse 8, but no one can tame the tongue. It is 
restless in evil, full of deadly poison. Y'all see what our mouth is? Do y'all see what this tongue is? <laughs> it is full of deadly poison. Verse 9, sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. Check this. Look at this. Look at the two things our mouth can do. Sometimes it praises God. Oh, God, hallelujah. God, we give you glory. God, we tell you thank you. God, I just praise you. God, there is no other one above you. And then look what it says at the same time it does. And then sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. Our brothers, our fellow men, and our fellow women. You know that old so-and-so, I can't stand them. They get on my last nerve. I wish somebody would do something to them. Dude, they just, oh, I hate the ground they walk on. Come on. But look what it say. Come on, I just like to be real with the word of God. I like to be real. And then he said, and so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. It don't look good. So surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. It is not right to have a mouth of praise for God and then turn around to this disdain or talk bad about somebody who's made in the image of God. All of us ought to come to the altar right now because we've all been guilty of this. Come on, come on. You can just put in the comments right now and say, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. This, this, this has been me. God, I have found myself praising you, but at the same time, I've been putting my mouth on folk. And I ain't talking, and, and there's a, a way you can tell the truth, but you have to do everything, do it in love. But sometimes we don't do it all in love. Sometimes we just want to talk just to be talking. And we have to be careful because, and, and you know how the enemy try to set us up too, because you can bend and have an uh, interaction with somebody. And then here comes somebody else who done dealt with the same person. And then here they come. How you feel about so-and-so? <laughs> It'll set us up every time. Y'all excuse me. It'll set us up every time. And so, and so he says, so this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out of both fresh water and bitter water? So other way, he says, Sweet and bitter water don't come out the same fountain. Other words, salt water and fresh water. Because there's a big difference. Two things can't come out of you at the same time. You know the old folks say, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Because we got to learn how not to let things contaminate us. Christ said it's not what goes in a man uh, that defames him. But he said, but what comes out of the man. That's what defames him because what comes out of our heart what leads to our mouth because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. I love what they say. It says it's three people for sure that will tell you the truth. Kids, a drunk person, and an angry person. You want to know how somebody really feel about you? Let them get mad. And, you, and if you've been talking about somebody around some children, them kids gonna tell it. Or, or, or if they see something, they gonna call it right out. It's three people that's gonna tell you the truth for sure. An angry person, a child, and a drunk man, or a drunk woman. They will tell you the truth. My God. <laughs> and so, does he say, does a fig tree produces olives? Or a grapevine produces figs. No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. Therefore, it goes back to us being trees and producing fruit. It's all about us because what we do before God, God sees it as fruit. It seeds. My God. Proverbs 11, 11 through uh, 12 says, Upright citizens are good for a city and make it prosper. But the talk of the wicked tears it apart. Look at this. It is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. Ooh. It is foolish. It is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensible person 
keeps quiet. God bless you to those that knows that know when to shut your mouth. That know that hey, I don't have to say nothing right now. Come on, God, thank God for us of those who have learned that I don't have to say nothing every time something bothers me. That I don't have to say nothing every time somebody do something that I don't agree with or I don't like. Thank God for those. Because it, because you no, know, sometimes people say things against us, but we know some stuff too. But sometimes we just keep our mouth closed. Because oh yeah, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you the same thing you're trying to do me, do to me. But look what it says. Look at that. Proverbs 11, 11 through 12. It said, but a, the wick, the talk of the wicked will tear up a town, will tear up a city. And then it said, it is foolish to belittle your neighbor. It's foolish to do this. A sensible person, other way that knows how to sense, knows when, uh-uh, this ain't the right time. I'll wait. I'm going to pray about it before I open my mouth. Oh, yeah, because I could be right, but I could be doing it wrong. <laughs> I could be doing it wrong because it might not be in love. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off and say what I got to say later on. I pray y'all getting this tonight. And so he says, look at this. A sensible person over to get quiet. Gossip goes around telling secrets. But those who are trustworthy can keep confidence. And so y'all hear me. You, don't tell your business to folks who gossip. I have to learn this the hard way. Because you're to come back around. A gossiper will tell your secrets. And first thing is, hey, don't tell nobody I told you this. <laughs> come on, y'all. We all have been there. Don't, yeah, don't tell nobody I told you this. But y'all, we got to watch what we say. We got to watch what we let come out of our mouth. I, I'm almost getting there tonight. Ephesians uh, 4, 25-32, he says, so stop Telling lies. Uh-oh. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. For we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Uh-oh. Now, now, we got to tell our neighbors the truth. If, if somebody offended you, let them know, hey, I didn't like what you said. I didn't like what you said. It kind of made me upset. I didn't like what you said, so I want to let you know. Because look what he's saying. Because if we if we get uh, somebody do us wrong or somebody do something against us, and we gonna let that thing harbor on us, look what he's saying. He says, and don't let the, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Because you can get upset at somebody and don't say nothing and go off and just let it let it linger, let it linger, let it linger. But if somebody makes you upset, you need to say, God, give me the know how to say what I need to say without. Uh, coming off aggressive or letting my anger get the best of me uh and then if you just keep holding on to stuff over the years and years and never say you're going to explode and he said and don't let and don't let see don't see excuse me by letting anger control you don't let the sun go down while you are still angry it's not good y'all a lot of our families have been destroyed because of anger a lot of relationships, a lot of churches, a lot of bonds, a lot of fellowships, whatever you may have, it has been destroyed because of anger. How somebody had let the sun go down. They had a time to sleep that thing. Let it marinate all in that heart. Because what's going to happen if you do this? For anger, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. When who? Yes, he said, be angry and sin not. Yes, we must do it. Absolutely. I'm telling you, why is it so important to get on top of anger? I like Cain. Cain, you better get back on this. You better not let this anger, let this get in you. Come on. Because when you are so angry, it is emotion we all have. But when you don't learn, say, okay, Lord, I forgive them. Whatever it is, God, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to learn how to talk to them. Say, hey, this bothered me, whatever, this and that. But look, if you hold on to that anger, you allow the enemy room to come in to have his way with you. And if anger and the enemy gets in to have his way with you, he's going to get control of your mouth. And you're going to end up saying things that you know you have no business saying. 
Because all it's going to happen is it's going to speak what you've been harvesting in your heart. My God. Hallelujah. And so he's saying is, he said, do not give a foothold to the devil. And uh, so he said, if you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others in need. Yeah, we know we got some thieves among y'all. You got to learn how to work. But let's get back to talking. He said, don't use foul or abusive language. Hello, church. You don't have to say a cursing word to use foul and abusive language. And you show them we shouldn't be cussing and stuff being in the household of faith. And yes, we have not forgot how, but we shouldn't be doing this as becoming children of God, as becoming saints, because it just don't look good. And I understand you get so angry and you might have one slip or something. I but look, work on that thing. Don't use foul or abusive language. We got to be careful. Boy, if it were me, I would have knocked them upside their head. I would have stabbed them. I would have did this. I would have gutted. I would have did all, all this stuff that we let our mouth say. You better than me. Because if it had been me, I'd have still been whooping. That's not good coming from the children of God who's supposed to be humble, as gentle as dove, and wise as serpents. Got to be careful what we let come out of our mouth. I've heard some gruesome things come from the people of God that we ought not to be saying. My God, do not use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Have you ever just, come on, out, the stuff we say is supposed to be good. We ought to keep in mind, Lord, what I say, I need to help somebody. Lord, what I say needs to be an encouragement to my brother or my sister because guess what? We don't know what everybody is going through. People who smile and could be still crying, hurt, beat, broken on the inside. And so what we say should be an encouragement to them. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. So let everything we say, it need to be good. It need to be helpful. And it needs to be an encouragement to our fellow brothers or our sisters. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. I know the Holy Spirit sometimes just, man, I'm shaking my head. He just shakes his head. Lord, look at your child. Love, we done taught them better than this. They done heard the word. God, they go to Bible study. They go to here and there. They know enough to do, do better than this. We ought not to be grieving the Holy Spirit, the, the power of God that's living in us, and we're talking like fools, living like fools. Don't you know what you do speaks just as loud as words? A lot of times when the Bible says, let your conversation be good, it's talking about our actions and the things we do as well. Because we ought not to just be talking, but we also ought to be walking it out through our actions. Letting our actions also speak <laughs> for us as our mouth have. Man. Lord, this is good. You got to watch what you say. We got to watch what we say. We got to watch what we say. And we ought not... You know, Lord, I don't want to bring no sorrow to you. I don't want to grieve the spirit that you left for me to help me overcome, to teach me. Come on, somebody. God, I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. And listen to this. When you become too unclean, the spirit has to walk away. Because the Bible says the spirit will not dwell in an unclean temple. So how do I contaminate my temple? By the things I let come out of me and the things that I do. Yes, we have grace. Yes, he's there if you make mistakes here and there. But when you become totally unclean, you're going to have to be delivered again. Uh-oh. 
But that's another that's another topic for another day because you know it's a lot more you got to dig into that. All right. And so he says, remember, he has identified you as his own. God has identified us as his own children. But I know sometimes God will be like, man, that ain't who I am. You know how many times we misrepresented God? Yes, it is, sister. That is the worst thing to be without the spirit of God. When you have don't have God's spirit, you have nothing, I'm telling you. But listen, do y'all know how many times the church and the people of the church have misrepresented God to where the people who don't really know God and say, man, is that God? That's the God y'all want me to serve? And y'all acting like y'all acting? Talking like y'all talking? Woo, Lord, help us in here. <laughs> Y'all hear me, hear me. The stuff that we've let come out of our mouth around folks, y'all don't think they go back and talk about it. Oh, yes, indeed, they do. The way they hear the saints talk, the children of God, the people of God, talk about other preachers, talk about other churches, talk about other folks. And you think that people who ain't been in church they whole life went up. Don't go back and be like, huh, I ain't going there. Be careful what you let out around the folks you think cool with you. I know this for a fact. Man, people will go back and they will tell it. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and we got to get rid of all these clicks and mess in the church. Every time something go on, then you get a few folk get, get together, hull up, what you think about this, what you think about that. And you will never open your mouth when it's time to open it up in a whole session to really let out what you feel. But you always got a side conversation. You just as fake and phony as, oh, my God. But look, come on, somebody. We, come on, we have got to do better. You got, But you never let out how you truly feel when, it, when you're given the opportunity and the door is open for you. But you will rather be a busybody and a gossiper. But let's move on. So God has identified us as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. I'm here to tell you, y'all, when you get saved, when you give your life to God, your life just began. You hadn't made it yet. We are all living to be saved in the end. So what you do for Christ now, it matters because you're going to have to stand before God and we're all going to have to give an account for the life we live in an earth that, that is not our home. So don't think I'm so saved that I, oh, I'm Mr. and Mrs. Goody Two-Shoes. No, ma'am, no, sir. You still got a life to live. You still got to carry yourself in a godly manner and you still got to watch the things you say. You don't think we all have pressure? Oh, yes, we do. There's a cost to live this life. And there are some times you want to say some stuff. But my God, Lord, Holy Spirit, be my, be my holder. Help me right now not to release how I feel. Because feelings do change. Boy, let me move on. I hope I'm helping somebody right now. And so he says, get rid. Uh-oh. Get rid of all bitterness. Y'all, we got some bitter folks in the household of God. We got some bitter folks in the household of faith holding positions who have not let God and, and let God help them rid themselves of bitterness. And so what happens? Bitterness, anger, harsh words. Come on, that spreads. When you are bitter, you're going to mishandle people. You're going to misrepresent God. You ain't going to be careful of what you say. And how you do things. He, so he said, get rid of it. God, if there's anything in my heart that shouldn't be, God, help me. And y'all know when we pray for patience and we pray for peace and we, we you, you think God just go, okay, here you go. You're gonna have to go through, endure, practice. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to learn these things. It don't just come overnight. 
And so when he said, when God show you, hey, you got a problem, and you be like, oh, I'm just going to give it to God. No, there is work that we all got to do. There is, my wife calls it soul work. Prophet of Crows, we all got some soul work. Yes, we do. Because you still got to save that soul. And we'll get into that too. We'll get into that too. So he says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words. Y'all, we got to quit talking like we just so big and bad. And we just say anything, doing it. We got to be careful. And slander, stop slandering our neighbors. You know, in the courtroom, you can be sued for slander and defamation of character. How you think God is going to do the children of God for slandering and defaming the character of our brothers and our sisters? How do you think God is going to do that? How do you think God is going to uphold that when he says you're going to have to give an account for everything you say? The Bible tells us not to even, don't even, uh, don't even uh, 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 take oaths and say things that you know you're not going to do. In the world term, it said don't write a check. Don't let your mouth write a check that your know, you know what can't cash. Come on, Lord, help us in here. What do you think God's going to do to us when, when, when we slander and defame our brothers and sisters? And now in the world system, in the courtroom, that is a suable offense to uh, slander and defame the character of somebody. Because if you cause them their livelihood by stuff you said, and it comes out not to be true, you cause them to lose their job. You cause them to go to jail. You cause them opportunities to go to college and, and to play professional sports and stuff. Y'all don't know all these false rape identifications and stuff like that and we don't want to talk about all, just the stuff you say. Slandering somebody. Defaming their character. I've had this happen. <laughs> don't let him come preaching. And don't you don't want him in your church? Oh, I've had it, I've heard about it. But you know what? They they weren't they weren't uh, uh, strong enough or whatever you would say. They'd rather say it behind my back than to come to my face and say, "Man, I tell anybody if you got a problem with me or anything I've done, come and tell me. I'm gonna tell you. Hey, we gonna get it right. I, I ain't too big to apologize." Don't you know that stuff hurts people when you, oh God, when you find out people have defamed you, slandered your name, that stuff hurts, man. And they used to say sticks and stones don't, uh, sticks and stones may break my work bones, but the words you say won't hurt me. That is the lie from the pit of hell. Words do hurt, y'all. Words do hurt. I don't care, I don't care how you cut it. We may be strong, but sometimes some stuff still hurts. Oh, yes, it do. Words can hurt. Man, you talk, words have power. That is the thing that makes us like God in ways that we have the ability to speak. The Bible said life and death is in the power of the tongue. Man. So he says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types, all types, all types. Somebody say all, all types of evil behavior. We got to get rid of all types of evil behavior, e evil behavior. Do y'all hear me? Lord, I got told you, y'all hear me? We got to get rid of all evil behavior. Instead, this is how we ought to be. Instead, be kind to each other tender-hearted forgiving one another and that's something that we all at some point have had a problem with forgiving the folks who hurt us forgive them Ooh, i had to learn to do this that even if they never say they sorry forgive them anyway that was a hard thing for me Cause folks know they've done you wrong. They know they have. And they won't say it. 
because they feel like they were right for doing it. <laughs> Come on, y'all. I know I'm telling the truth. Come on. But if, but look, the words, if you have an alt against me or against your brother, we got to get that thing right. But if people never tell you they sorry, learn to forgive them anyway. And you ain't got to run back up in their face immediately trying to be all, oh, hallelujah, how you doing? No, keep your distance for a while if you have to until you learn to get over that thing and deal with it. But forgive them. Forgiving one another just as God through Christ has forgiven us. Now, if God did it for us through Christ and we knew how messed up we were. And so we got to give our brother and sister the same space and grace. Say, man, hey, I forgive you. I forgive you. Got to come in. The word, the word tells us how to handle being offend, offended by someone. We should go to that person in private. Yes, in private to get it right. There's a process for that. Absolutely. The problem is that people do it do it the world's way instead of the way God intended. Absolutely, we have to follow the instruction from the word. Yes, absolutely, sister. The word will work if we work it. If we do it God's way, we will see the results. But if you got a problem with somebody, this and that, you ain't supposed to blast me over the podium, pull a pit, anything. Pull me to the side, and I'll talk to you to the side. And then if I can't get it right there, then I'll go get a witness to come stand and hear the situation. And then if they, we can't get it there, then we take it to the leadership of the church. Come on, there's a way to do it. And so many of us have skipped over the process and we up shouting and dancing and running all around the church knowing we hadn't fixed things with our brother and our sister. The Bible says you need to leave your praise where it is and go get that thing right. Because you just making a lot of noise and a racket before God. And your heart and your in your situation is not right. Whoa. <laughs> you just making a lot of racket. Come on. It's so much stuff that's out of order in the household of faith. There. This is what we got to do. God is raising up a generation now to correct the things that is out of order. And I believe that the church is heading in a new direction right now. A direction to fix all of this foolishness. Because I'm a, I, I want to stand up right for God's word. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me get my last scripture and I'm going to get out of here this evening. Man, the time has been, been wonderful this evening. Like I said, if y'all have any questions, come in. Please put them down. Inbox me anything. And so Colossians 3, 5 through 10 is the last scripture. So he says, so put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you all of us who are in the household of faith we all have some we all still have some sinful earthly things lurking within us and so we got to keep that stuff at bay and how do we do we got to have the help of the holy spirit of god because in our own power we can't do it But we got to put to death. And see, this is what it is. You got to learn how to die daily. We got to die daily. What is that? I'm killing the old man so the new man can stay alive. Come on, because when you come in Christ, you put you put to sleep. You put to death the old man in the form of things that I used to do, the way I used to talk, the way I used to live, the way I used to act. I got to put that stuff to death. Because ain't no way you can have a, res a, a resurgence, a rebirthing through Christ and remain the same. That is not godly mouth. So all these people, all, all we ain't perfect. Everybody do this. Everybody, no, stop letting yourself off the hook from changing. I don't want to hear that. We all know we all are capable of making mistakes. We all still make mistakes from time to time. But that is not my excuse from, from not trying to get it right. And doing things God's way. Hello, somebody. Stop allowing yourself the excuse for not putting to death that old stinking thinker that, that you used to be. 
or that you still is, but you having a battle because you trying to have your cake and ice cream too. But you, you can't be in between with God. It's good you confess that you're a sinner, that you've sinned or whatever. That's good. But God help me to make a change. Come on, somebody. And I know why people say once you're saved, you're always saved. But that lets people off the hook because that allows you to say, well, you know what? I'm going to sin tonight and uh, God going to forgive me. The devil is a lie. We can't have that mentality. I say once you get saved, stay saved. Yes, one must be transformed to the renewing of the mind. Absolutely. If you don't get your mind out of this gutter, <laughs> your soul is going to go down in hell. Because it's with the mind that we serve Christ. The heart. What We're going to get into that, my God. But so he said, put the death to earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do. Oh, God. Lord, I didn't want that to go here tonight. But this is just the word of God. Have nothing to do with sexual immoralities. Have nothing to do with it. Oh, y'all just know this ain't judging. This is the word of God. It ain't what I think about it. It's what God's word says about it. Sexual immorality. Doing things that are unmoral. That is immoral to God. And we know what those are. Same sex. Uh, sex outside your marriage. All of these things. That is not godly. Sexual immorality. Things that are not morally right with God. Marriage we know is an institution that is set up by God between a man and a woman. And yes, God is love, but God don't love your sin. He loves you and not your sin. He loves you enough to give you the grace to change. And look, I don't hate you. I love you. But I will not agree, and I will not agree with you so you can stay in your sin. Because I agree with the word of God and what he said. And sometimes I don't like everything the word says. But you know what? It's for my good. There's some things in this word that have cut me over, over the years. But you know what? It was for my good, and it made me better. So he, <laughs> so he said, do not have nothing to do with it. Uh, I was born this way. No, 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 no. That is a temptation that you have fell into, that you've given into. Those are desires that God can quench. Yes. So he said, Give, do not have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, things that are impure, lust. Hello, all of, come on, lust. All of us have lust. And evil desires. But he said, don't be greedy. For a greedy person is an idolater. Worshiping the things of this world. Because these sins, because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used, hello. <laughs> so we ought to be on this side. You used to do these things when your life was still part of the world. But now is the time to get rid of anger. Rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. There it is again, coming back to the mouth. And dirt, dirty language. Don't lie to each other. For you have stripped off your old sinful nature. There it is. You have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed. Be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him see you see how this is so when you you used to be this way so as you mature in christ as you grow in christ the more this old stuff supposed to come off of you the more you're supposed to be pulling it off as i keep look what he said put on your new nature this is my new nature i'm hungry and thirsty after god i'm hungry and thirsty after god i'm putting away this dirty language I'm stop slandering my brother and my sister. I'm, I'm putting away this. 
I, I, I don't want to be no busybody or gossiper behind your back. I'm putting this. I'm not going to be on the phone in the wee hours of the night talking about you and your business because i got to get my own self together. Come on. I'm putting this away. I'm putting away malicious behavior when you stand up in church and testify, talk about I almost got to fighting with so-and-so and so-and-so sitting right there in the crowd, but you didn't call their name. And they know exactly who you're talking about. That's malicious behavior. You saying things to it that's intended to hurt somebody, but you're not gonna call their name. Oh, oh, come on, somebody. That's what malice is. That what malicious. That what malicious behavior is when you're doing things intentionally, but you're not calling their name, but you're talking about them. Oh God. So we gotta get rid of this anger, rage, and all this stuff. Dirty language. Don't lie to each other, because. I'm putting on a new nature. I got a new attitude. I got a new way of living since Jesus came into my life. I got a new way of thinking since Jesus had come into my life. I got a new way of talking since Jesus had come into my life. The things I used to say, I don't say no more. The things I used to do, I can't do no more because God is who I'm living for. For God, I live. And for God, I die. But y'all, we have got to watch the things we let come out of our mouth. Because whatsoever a man say, it's got to be somewhere on the inside in his heart. I had a last come and say, yes, you cannot fall in love with God and remain the same. You are absolutely right. That right there was a whole mouthful. You can't fall in love with God and remain the same. And as that song say, falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. Falling in love with the Lord was the best thing I ever done. Because he knows what's best for me. Whew. <laughs> My God, y'all, it's been an honor, it's been a privilege, it's been a blessing to share in the word of the Lord with you all. I pray that I said something that will help you along the way. Hey, man, I pray I said something that will help you along the way. And we must remember to be accountable for the things we say. We must watch our mouth. Because sometimes you can be in the midst of a blessed situation and your mouth can say some stuff that'll mess the whole situation up. And in, in that text, you see Christ healing and delivering a man. And here comes somebody who's been standing on the sideline, been seeing these people struggle and hadn't done nothing about it. But you want to talk about the person who's trying to do make a change and do something better. How foolish is that? That is the reason why Christ came. You know, the hypocrites and Pharisees had a whole lot of problems with what Christ did. But they did nothing to help the people who, who was hurting and in need. My God. I pray. Like I said, I said something today that will help you along the way. As y'all see, there's a ways to give down at the bottom of the screen. If you would like to sow a seed, you're more than welcome to. If not, just being able to sow into your life is, is a reward for me. Okay? And so I thank God for you. So as we're going to leave with a word of prayer and let you all get back to your wonderful Sunday evening, I got to see what's going on with my Dallas Cowboys. Y'all pray for my team. <laughs> Amen. But we're going to go into a word of prayer. Father, we thank you, God, for the opportunity, God, as we had tonight to share in your word. And God, we pray, God, that your word fell upon wonderful ears, God, tonight that will hear your word and God to say, you know what? God, there's some things that I need to do better. God, I need you to help me with my mouth. I need you to help me with my attitude. I need you to help me with my character. God, help us all because, God, we all need you. We all have fallen short, God, and come short of your glory. God, we thank you tonight. God, as we get ready to leave this platform, but God, just asking God that you would touch many lives through this ministry. And God, that many will come and say, hey, how can I help you? And God, what must I do to be saved? God, we thank you right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray for all leaders, all churches. Oh, God, that they will be able to stand up and do the right thing before you. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Y'all, it was such a pleasure to have y'all tonight.
How many know that the Lord is amazing? Y'all have a wonderful night. God bless you. That's uh, <laughs> what prophet promised you can't follow. But y'all have a wonderful evening. Oh, if you have not done so, y'all can go to our YouTube page, Real Love Center. L-O-J-C-M, please subscribe as we will be uploading content from there. Hey, y'all, I'm telling you, we just excited what God is about to do. We know that we are plowing the field, but we are excited about this journey, okay? But hey, we love you. God bless you. God keep you. Until the next set of point in time.